0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the grit. I'm so glad you're here. And if this is your first time joining me, welcome. One thing you can count on when you join me is no sugar coated content and heavy doses of real talk. Let's get started. On today's episode, we're going to be taking inventory of your biggest life lessons. In order to move on from the past, and create a future unlike anything we've known, I believe it's imperative that we look within ourselves. We must be willing to extract the gold from the dark, the wisdom from our wounds, and the lessons from our experiences so that the future will have a new tone, a new vibration, and a new kind of passion. Why relive the past when you can create a future that's twice as good? To get over the past, you first have to accept that the past is over. I've been asking myself this question, and in doing so, have taken the time to really examine the hard lessons from my past so that I can be complete with my life up to this point today. Hasn't been easy to do, but totally worth it. So the first thing that I want to talk to you about in taking inventory is let's talk about denial. Getting out of denial can be really tough, but I see that the universe is always trying to help us grow up and become the magnificent adults we're meant to be by delivering the experiences that we most need. Oof! Sometimes a situation happens or we find ourselves kind of at the raw end of the deal. You know, we've put ourselves out there. Maybe we failed. We don't understand why. And the lessons can be painful, can be harsh, but when we reflect upon them, we have seen that they've helped us to grow and evolve. You see, we didn't just go through them. We grew through them. These are the lessons that we need. We need to go through the hard times so that we can blossom and It just makes us who we are today. What are your life lessons to date? In particular, what are the lessons you've been denying or resisting or hiding from? And what possibilities could arise if you were finally willing to step out of denial and tell the raw truth? I'm going to share with you some of my top tough love lessons. And I'm going to encourage you to make a list of your own. And if you're not really sure what yours are, feel free to borrow mine. They might resonate with you. As a leader, I lead thousands of people. I've worked with thousands of people. And this first lesson has been really hard for me. I had to learn it the hard way. But it's this. Protect yourself. Just because you want the best for others doesn't mean that they want the best For you, be responsible and deeply caring for yourself and ask yourself, what would I need to put in place to be protected, whether it's as a leader in your job, maybe in your relationship? And then ask yourself, what healthy new boundary could I establish for myself this week that could maybe free me from conflict, pain, anxiety, and could maybe bring about peace? and more clarity. It's so interesting that oftentimes we're surrounded by wolves in sheep's clothing. We think that people have our best interest, but the more successful we become, the better version of ourselves that we become, we start to see how people really are. And their ego and jealousies can step forward. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. The next lesson I've had to learn was, no one is coming to save you. Too often we look outside of ourselves for others to take care of the things that maybe we don't want to. Like managing our money or hmm, even eliminating our pain. Taking away our loneliness. And then we get angry or upset when they don't. Listen. Listen. And hear me clearly. If you think someone is coming to save you, get used to disappointment, sister. Save yourself. That's not an outside job. That's an inside job. And it isn't anyone else's responsibility to make you happy or content. That's your job. Woof. That's biggie, isn't it? The next one is, when they tell you who they are, listen. Are you in denial about someone in your life and waiting for them to be different than who they are? We're informed about who people really are in so many ways, especially through their actions. So tune in, trust your instincts, and refuse to minimize your intuition or your feelings or your gut. Again, as a leader, I often see the greatness in people that they just can't see in themselves. I'm a visionary. I'm a person that sees what others don't. And part of my fault and problem as a leader has been that I truly want it more for someone than they want it for themselves. I've had to learn to stop falling in love with people's potential. Let their actions be enough to show me who they are. Believe their actions, not their words. It's tough because as leaders, we want everyone to be successful, but we have to learn that what we want for others doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they want for themselves. And we need to be okay with that. The next one, I think this one's kind of hard. And I think social media plays a really big part in why we behave like this. It's to stop being jealous of others. Take back your light. Know that when you're in awe of someone else's greatness, you're just really seeing what you want to have and be in yourself. Identify what you most admire or love about others and see how you can nourish those qualities and maybe bring them out in yourself. But please hear me and understand this. (laughs) Please hear me. We are living in the highlight reels of everyone's life thanks to social media. Um, people have the perfect house, the perfect family. They take the perfect family photos by the perfectly decorated Christmas tree. They have no rolls, no blemishes. Their teeth are as white as snow. Best hair, best makeup, best clothing, best, 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 best. And we're over here with Comparitis. You need to be okay with being perfectly imperfect as you are. So what? Because let me tell you something. There's somebody out there that's looking at you and would love to have what you are and be and have. They want you. They want to be you. But we need to be us. We've been criticizing ourselves for years. Try accepting yourself and see what happens. I like this one. Handle your due diligence. Oof. We've all seen them. We've been surrounded by them. Those who lie, cheat, steal, con, manipulate. We need to take radical responsibility for who we allow into our businesses and who we give our heart to and allow into our inner circle. Stop being desperate. Mm. Leaders, network marketers, people in business, those who are lonely, you are not desperate. You should not be letting those people in to your circle and to your world who don't belong there. Be selective about who you're letting in. Look, John Gordon wrote about the energy bus. Are you an energy vampire? Why do we want energy suckers? We don't want that. We get around people. Have you ever gotten around somebody and you instinctively feel sick or you're like, oh, Just just the mere thought of someone's name. What is that telling you? But the flip side of that is the energy vampire could be you. Are you a drain? Are you a giver or a taker? We're not all perfect. There are people who lie, cheat, steal, con, manipulate. Is it you? I'm going to guess not, but... Hmm. And also remember, when you hold yourself with integrity and you work and move with integrity, there are people who aren't going to have worked and moved with integrity. That when you are the one who maybe catches them or exposes what they're doing, be prepared for them to turn on you because people don't like to take accountability for their actions, do they? No. They want to blame. They're looking for someone to blame because it's easier to blame someone else than look in the mirror and take responsibility. Protect yourself and be selective as to who you allow in your inner circle. The bigger, the bolder, the better you become, the more successful you become the more people are gonna try to come against you. It's ego, it's jealousies. Those aren't your people. I had to learn that the more I grew, the more I changed, the more I evolved, the more success I had, the smaller my circle became. We used to think that our worth was measured by the amount of friends that we had. I disagree. You don't need a lot of friends. You only need one. This next one, this is for all you yellows out there. Say no when you really want to say no. (laughs) We are people pleasers. Yellow personalities. They never want to disappoint. They want to be there for the cause. They never want anyone upset with them. They duck, they hide, they cringe away from anything that could potentially... Cause upset to anyone else, and they will upset themselves before they'll upset anyone else. Remember, you're not doing anyone any favors when you say yes, and then you're riddled with guilt, resentment, conflict, because you really didn't want to. Use your authentic voice and heal yourself from the disease to please. Trust yourself. People don't need to understand. If you examine something and you say, I'm maxed out right now. I'm sorry. I can't take that on at this time. That's all you need to say. And I love this one. Goes back with when we talked about handling your due diligence. Identify your real friends and keep them close. Often people expend a lot of time and energy trying to make a friendship work when it's actually not a great relationship. Consciously distinguish the good time friends, but put your attention on the lifetime friends, the ones who will be with you through thick and thin. And if you're questioning where someone stands, bye. Not for you. Your true lifetime friends, those people who love you and breathe life into you and bring energy to the space and lift you up and encourage you, when you're not around, will defend you in your absence. If you have to question whether or not someone would defend you in your absence, you've identified that they're not part and meant to be in your world. It's difficult, but necessary. Oh, and I love this one. This is the last one I have for you. Clean up your past. Our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. If your inner world is packed tight with old grudges, resentments, Old integrity issues, unfinished business, limiting beliefs, worn out fantasies, outdated dreams, hurts, pain, suffering, whatever that is. If you cannot let go of something that happened to you years ago, my friend, it is virtually impossible for the universe to give you the abundance that is waiting for you. You got to clear the space. It's all there for you. Rip it off. Let it go. Mindfulness teaches us you can't change it anyway. Release it. You will feel weightless. You will feel clean and you will allow the universe to bring you an abundance of all that you've been waiting and dreaming for. So it's now time for you to take action write a list of the three items of unfinished business or incompletions in your own life that you feel are weighing you down or holding you back. Make a commitment to take some type of action over the next, say, four or five days that will generate some movement with each of those items. Could be things like making a phone call, sending an email or a text. Maybe you need to do a little more research. I'm not sure, but even if some of those actions entails maybe writing them down in a calendar or putting them on your to-do list to take care of in a couple of weeks' time, make sure you do it. Hold yourself accountable and make sure that no matter what, you take action with them. It might hurt. It might cause a lot of emotions to stir up within you. But remember, it's your moving out of to move into So in taking inventory of some of your life's most challenging patterns and lessons, it's not unusual to have those feelings of overwhelm and anger, guilt, whatever it is, but just know that you can use these feelings as fuel to get the utmost from the emotional and spiritual work you're about to do for yourself. Ready? Off you go. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoy my podcast, share it because sharing is caring. Stay tuned for more. Thanks for stopping by.